Is that too low, too high? Is that just right? Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who are slowly uh, getting back from Yerena's Manim, we left off with a kasha, call it a kasha, call it a question, we'll focus on what it is, but it seems pretty clear from the Gemara that one cannot throw bread, even hence not putting cookies in your pekeloch, and our nafkamina of unloading the groceries, not taking the bags and tossing them. Even though one katayna, if you have a bag with milk and cake and 75 other things, maybe it's not considered throwing bread, but there's bread in there. Bread is always more chashuv. So one should avoid that. It happens to be very nagea to camp. If you all recall, when you're at Six Flags, which is Mamish Kleisol Steiging, 35 years ago there was a problem because they didn't have enough clout, there weren't enough numbers to rent an entire theme park. So there was a shy like, how do you, how do, you do this now? The camps go, they rent out the whole thing. It's all camps, not one camp, it's all from people. So you've all had this scene before. Right? Picture the guy, the uh, junior head counselor, is uh, sitting there with a big box. He's got his pre-wrapped danishes, and he's got his coke. This is before the barbecue. This is just to whet the appetite. And he's got 500 campers. <laughs> so he's tossing them out like this. Well, but Yashiv uh, didn't think that was a good idea. Not coming to tighten on the camps. But there has to be a better way of doing it, like a very orderly line of 500 Bachram just walking by peacefully. And so you're all looking. This at, might be the that's not going to happen. Yeah. This might be, <laughs> this might be safer. <laughs> so, Shimmy, you, have a, you, you know a thing or two about giving out food. Do you, do you have, a, have any ideas? No? Can you picture the scene, though? No? You know, it's, it's not, they're not tossing it like a football, but it's hard to hand it to. 500 people expect them to file by. So that's all part of this very practical uh, sugya. And of course, that brings us back to our question, why is there a minig in Kleisol? Not the minig. The more common minig, I didn't take a poll in the numbers, but the Gemara clearly says, and the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishabur, Mishabur is going to clearly say in just three minutes from now, that you can't throw bread and you can't throw challah. And he talks about challah. He says you can't go throw challah because it's bread, and it's challah, which is a chesed mitzvah. So the Mishabur is very clear on the issue in its answer. However, Mishabur was never out to change anybody's minig, telling you what he thinks the sugi is. And we do know from a few sources that there was a minig in the house of the Ksav Sefer. One could take an educated guess, possibly the house of the Ksav Sefer, which is where the Ksav Sefer got it from, that he did throw the challah, and it wasn't an accident, and it wasn't a coincidence. It wasn't like one time he saw it, and he was trying to reach, and he wanted to get it there quicker for the onion at the other side of the table that was faint from hunger. It was premeditated. So the question is, why? So Abel Yashiv, we saw last week, raised the question, and he said, maybe there's a chili between throwing out the challah, getting the challah away from you, then it's a bizarre, you're already getting it away, getting rid of it, and there you can't throw it. But if you're giving it to somebody, maybe you can which I thought was fascinating, because the Gemara is not machalic, and l'chaira, if you have a head to throw it out, because it's not being used anyway, okay, so Rabbi Yashav later on that piece is quoted to have said you should put it in a little plastic bag, it shouldn't sit with the other dirty garbage, but 
the chilek between going towards somebody versus going away from somebody is a chilek. Question is, where's the riot that it's a machalek? Rabbi Yashav held it was, and he's using this very uh, clear, what he holds, a clear chilek to answer up the kasha alpi nigla. The reason I stress that is because the next mahalach we're going to have from the Hisarius Truva, who is the Ksav Sefer's son, Abshimit Sefer, says he saw it, and he's not going to give you his shot why he thinks it was done, Alpi Nister. Now, I'll get to your question one moment. It's very clear, somebody asked me this after the shear. If there's a machlekes, generally in halach, there's a machlekes between Nigla and Nister, we pass like the Nigla. Often there's no machlekes, it might look like a machlekes, in which case you can figure it out. Is there an atiyah that Chsidim, Sfaidim might have an atiyah toward the Nister? That's fine. But if it goes head on against Nigla, then it needs to be explained. So the good news is that's why I started off with Rabbi Yashiv's terrors. We don't really have a head on steer. Rabbi Yashiv already says a chilik in the Sogyal Nigla. I thought it was a chiddish, but uh, Rabbi Yashiv didn't, so that's fine. And uh, he thought it was a good chilik. But the serious chuva. What we're about to see, after we see the Mechaber, gives a reason which is completely alpinister. And I'd like to offer, even before we see it, another reason why that's not a stira to the klal, that when you have nigla and nister, you paskin like the nigla, is because the iser over here is bizayin of the pas. So if you have a good reason for doing it, whether it's alpinigla, nister, whatever the reason is, then that's not a bizayin, by definition. So I don't think it would be a stira even if we didn't have Rabbi Yosher's Taris. So I just want to put that on the table, so to speak, no pun intended, so that um, we figure out why that would be an explanation. It's like completely al Kabbalah. We're going to compare it to Carbonus, which is Nikola, but it's also Nister. We'll get to it uh, soon. Yes, you had a question. Right. Yeah, but that was all it's going to get ruined starts off that don't put meat on it and don't put a cover it's going to be dirty on the bottom and it's going to get all full of food and don't pass wine over it but then it's yeah but then the next steer in the brisa was you can't do that with any food and the Gemara says that's correct chilek is pas you can't throw even if it's not going to bounce off the ground and not going to get dirty but you have to if you have no good reason to do it throwing challah by definition is a bizayim giving is handling but it's not a bizayim he's not throwing it what I'm, what I'm suggesting is, is that here it's not a, a rivalry between Nikola and Nister. If you have a good reason, then that, that's what I'm suggesting. Maybe that's not a design. Still a bit of a chiddush. We wouldn't have Rabbi Yashua's terrors. Haseris Shuva doesn't mention any of the terrors. This is all he says. So he obviously holds that that makes it not a design. That makes it a covered. That's a bit of a chiddush because if the Velt doesn't know the Indian up in Nister and they look at it, the guy's throwing challah. Bread and challah, which is a chesed shemitz, which Mishabur says is also. Why isn't that a bizayin? Most people don't know being an alpinister. So my teretz is still going to be a chiddish, but he is going to say it. Let's see the machaber on page one. You should have in front of you, if you're on Zoom over here, the cover page is Hochz Betzis, Apostim, and Kuf Samach Zayin, Kuf Samaches. Not the same set we were in the middle of. We will get back to that, but the Yisraelis Shuvah is in here. So hold your old set and see if you can find that on your link. Uh, Moshe, if you have the link, I think it was sent out again. You sent it out right before, so just take a look where it says, number one, take a look at Sif Yudches in the Mechaber. Habotzeah, Neisein, Prusa, Lefnei, Kol Echad. 
ואחר נטר פרוסה בידי, ואין הבצע נסן מיד האכול, אלא אם כן היעבור. Everybody knows this. We don't pass the chal to somebody's hand. You can't say everybody. You'll always have a guest. Maybe he's not familiar with the minig. Don't scream at him. The whole reason for the minig, as we'll see in a moment, is the ayin hara. People get nervous about it. You don't want to have min hagi avelus hachman l'islam. Is that what avelim do with the suda savra? So we shy away from any min hagi avelus. It's far worse to be mavaz somebody who didn't know the minig than to worry about the ayin hara. So hold your fire if you see. I'm sure that. I'm not sure, I'm, I shouldn't be sure, but I, I'm pretty sure that that's got to happen. These people think it's an Isser. It's not an Isser. It's, we have a minute not to do it, as the Mechaber says, and we keep every Mechaber, whether it's a minute or an Isser, because we don't want to do any so many Avelas, but it's not technically Usser. It's a bad, uh, I mean, people take it very seriously. Yeah, that's why we don't. Yes, but you will bump at the people who will hand it to you, so don't pull your hand away and give them a glare and start screaming at them, you are don't you know the Ferris Mechaber? What? The minig is not to hand it to somebody. If the kid, if it was your kid, not your kid, but your kid, your child, if he would pull his hand away and say, Todd, don't you know who Farish did? I would give him a long schmooze on. He'll just keep it up in. Oh, if he pulls it out of your hand, that's a different keep it up in mission. Uh, <laughs> he yanks it out of your hand. No, that's not the minig of The minig of is we hand it into his hand. The suzavara is the nechama. We, we give food into his hand. We buy the food, we bring it to him, we give it to him. Yeah, if he pulls it out of your hand, I would suggest you go to the tray method where you have the tray ready and there's a system, you know, if it happens more than once. Yeah, no, that, that is the best way to do it. Either you pass it down one by one in Corona, I always tell people, I keep repeating it over and over again, you've got to be worried about this. It's a Ben opportunity every time you do anything because you don't know who's sensitive and who's ultra-sensitive and you can have a guest and the challah just passed five hands. So in normal times, uh, that probably wouldn't bother anybody. Uh, although, even though in normal times, it might have people who might be sensitive to it, but certainly now, I, I think the tray is a good... Um, if you were looking to buy something for your wife that you didn't get around to for sukkis, and you want to get the mitzvah of Freya, which I don't think you could do, because she's not going to be happy with Freya, so you sort of missed the race. But if you want to, for Shalom Bayez, make it up, a nice tray would be, uh, for the challah, would be a good idea. That was a little bit of a dig to some of the wives complained, but uh, the, uh, I'm sure you all did your duty. Yes? So, I mean, is, this, is this a din specifically by the challah at, at the... I mean, so why did you ever hear this? The answer is... Like the, the example that the Rav had before, as far as giving out danishes, so if, Right, so the good news is the Shevet Alevi uh, speaks about that. He actually says it's not the second piece, it's not all the pieces and all the gefilte fish and kogel and everything else in the Suda. It's Dafka, the Hamotzi, do the Hashivas, but that's in the Suda That's how we start off the Suda. You don't have to end the Suda Zavar, Le'eleinu, every single, every single course either. So it's only, it's only the first one. You only notice it on Shabbos because how often on Tuesday are you making Hamotzi for everybody? It's brave. I'm, uh, you could do it, but it's not really done. Why isn't it done? The Mishaburah says, we in our generations, this is already in the time of the Mishaburah, says we space out a lot. He doesn't use that expression. He says we find it hard to concentrate. So we took a din, which is Berei Ram, which should dictate that everybody should always have the head of the table on Tuesday, Wednesday, and he should make a meditation and pass it out. And he said, we don't do that anymore. Same thing for Alamilchi and Brain of Farsis. We don't do that anymore because people space out. So the last vestige of that is Kiddush, where people do space out, and it's a problem, um, which is why some families are many that make their own Kiddush, but that's Momitam Chinuch. And then you have a Maitzi, which is seven seconds, so hopefully nobody spaces out. 
So you'll say, so Vaita, we could do that on Tuesday, but sort of kept it on Shabbos. The Tvar Mitzvah, Mishnah, to give Alech Mishnah to everybody else is cumbersome. So there are other reasons why we do a Dafka on Shabbos. That's why you haven't seen it. That's, uh, that's why it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. You're going to run out unless you have real bar mitzvah-sized challahs. I'm talking about the bar mitzvahs in the 1960s, which I wasn't at. Um, you know, yay big. If you have a lot, <laughs> you 20 people sitting around the table, that's not going to cut it. No pun intended. Well, maybe that's not true. Or, what? Is it in any way? Or no, you have both in front of you. If you have three in front of you, if you have five. I, I, I've been in situations I had three in front of me and it wasn't enough. Like it's not. Lecha is a minimum. Sometimes uh, we, if, if my wife puts spices on one and then like one of the kids doesn't want those... So that gets back to his, the kids pulling out of your hand the ones they want with the extra spices, but there's, it's a minimum. All right, many people have multiples thereof based on other in Yanam Kabbalah. Okay, so let's go to the Mishabur in Peiches. If cut in Peiches, but say I'm saying, Avaloi, you can't get more clear than this. Avaloi Yizrak Chatichas Hametzi Alashochan Lefnei Archim. That's most other food. It's only if it's nimos. Kemoshiyas barbas imen kufay anale vaoid kim and she prusas hametzi havi bizayin mitzvah. So it's pas, which we don't throw, as the Gemara says, and it's eches to mitzvah. It's hametzi, and therefore it's a bizayin. Two good reasons, and he doesn't bring a machlekes. Just a double bizayin. Yeah, that's why this is chachidish that there exists such a meaning like this. But we have. Dealing with it, but it's you know going back to the chsav sefer, maybe the chsav sefer that already is a little while back, but it's a chiddush. That's why this these sugi is so fascinating. These are pretty basic and baltashkes and bizayin and then we run into problems. What do we do with the minig? And most of the time, if the minig comes from hurry kiddush all the time, we just got to figure it out. And most of the time, even if we don't know, and we're sort of scratching our head, is a mitzvah to try to be of it. And if you can't, then you do away with the minig. But we hope that's rare. And over here. We have already one shot, and now we're going to see the second one. If you go to page two, you'll see the Isaiah's Shuva from Rabbi Shimon Sefer. Go to the second column in the second paragraph. He ne reisi l'rav ha'igayin maron abba zatzal, the Ksav Sefer. So he says, I saw it. I was sitting at the table. You might wonder why he's so myrich on those two lines. Everybody have the Sarah's Shuvah on page two? What? Good. What was he myrich just now? He went through before he gets to the Shaila, he said, he made a Maitzi, Maitzi, because at Ram, as you know, in certain circles, many circles, the minute is that he makes a metzi, and when the challah gets to them, they make a metzi. Probably many of the same people who are throwing the challah, by the way. So that's not a criticism or a critique. Nobody reads in the line. That's just the way it is. And why that is, in the Mohammedan circles, the women are making their own hametzi, and that can be explained very well up here. There's a, believe it or not, a serious shayla and achreinim, whether you can be etzi shemekan if you don't understand lashna kedish. That's a pretty amazing shayla if you never heard it before. Can't be etzi? So yeah, many achrayim say shaylis are most that you can't be yetsi. And uh, the Nashim Tzidkanius of yesteryear were Heliga Tzidkanius, and we're here because of them. And they read Senarena, but they read it in Yiddish. 
Now, I never personally, from a historical perspective, understood this. I think we covered this sugya about nine years ago here in Night Seder. We were downstairs. I think you were here um, eight years ago. I, we, we were learning uh, two Prakim and Brochus, and I raised this question then, but nobody gave me an answer yet, so I'll raise it again. I'd understand if you're reading Tzadarana, you only know Yiddish, and you don't know Lashon HaKadosh, I would maybe understand it, even that's schwer for benching, because it's long and complex. For Kiddush, maybe. They hear Kiddush every week. They bench, probably in Europe, twice a day, three times a day, and Hamaitzi is Hamaitzi. So I don't care what Lashon HaKadosh you don't know. How can you not know after all these years what Hamaitzi means? If this, this is the pshat that they didn't know what it meant, so the Shailash make hands, that's to make their own bracha. So some suggest that's why they were doing it. I don't understand historically how that can be. Tell them what. It's the same bracha. It's not that complicated. These are smart women. Maybe eating the next room. Eating the next room. Okay. This is really, uh, okay, then it's the same uh, people who are doing that. Okay. They didn't hear it? So what's the problem? They didn't hear it? So they didn't hear it? No, different room. They heard it? They heard it. It's not unlike Arminyanim where the guy's in the deck and the guy's in the mountain and the guy's in the valley and you have to see the release. Shemei Kenan, Shemei Kenan. You don't have to see the guy. So you so the, only in one room. No, if you have an L shape, they weren't in a different house. <laughs> so. It's even like here, because why, why is there one person borrowed? So we know the brief, but we can't be by You would think. Yeah, it's so true. Right. So that's, but that's an old debate in Achreinim, and I just have a historical footnote as a kasha. I don't understand it, but the Dimachlekes exists, and there are many sheetas that are machmir. So whatever the reason is, they, many households, they still make their own bracha. So it's just interesting that he points out, and he goes, clearly going out of his way to point out, but there's nothing to do with the point he's about to make. And he spends two lines, and he makes it, so he points that out. Definitely yates with his lechamishna, that's for sure. Just uh, making hamitzi now on a, on a piece of it, which is a chiddish by itself. Because not only weren't they yates bread from Hajj's mouth, they're making now hamitzi on a small slice of bread. They don't have lechamishna in front of them. So yates with his lechamishna, but they're making a separate bracha. That's a chiddish that that works. But he's claiming that that's not, he's saying that's not what was going on there. Now we get to the throwing. And he then proceeded to throw the piece to the various participants. And I couldn't understand. It's a fair shagamar, fair shamachabar, shane zarkanachlam, bafrat, pas, hagam shenanimus, even though it doesn't get wasted, it doesn't get room. And I couldn't understand. So this is a lecha, this is a this is a lesson in uh, keep it of aim. By the way, once we're on it already, once we're on the keep it of aim, uh, he grew up in the house. He saw it, and now he's writing a chuba thirty years later. He says, "I never understood." Today, what would happen? I'm not a critique of the children's critique of us, also with our parents. What would happen today? <laughs> so if he just learned hilchas keep it of aim and he learned the gemara, he would say, oh, I "Happened to learn today an interesting sugya start a lot before, and then tanarabon, and then go, and then go over this din also, and make it very seamless, and then they maybe they'll get the message. The fair gemara, you can't bring it up. Todd, that's wrong. He never brought it up. My father's a safe safer. I don't understand. That's a palace, a fair gemara. Maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe we won't. That's beautiful. That's a keep it of aim, a boost. Yeah. No, no, no. High gum, mar, and abba. So they clearly, that that famous guy, my father, the god of the day, safer. So he's not that old. 
he wouldn't he couldn't couldn't see it that far back. So oh, he, saw he saw his father do. No, 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 no. Abba, Abba, same. He said, say, saw from his, saw it at his table. That's the pillow over here that he didn't uh, didn't say anything. Finally, Daiti, and then sounds like a while later, he figured out. Fima disa shochnach chaim. We'll, we'll see this aside in a moment, but let me just develop his point. He says, we don't cut it before a mitzi because we want to have lecha mishnah. We want to have shleimim all the time. It's going to be a very fascinating din that on a Tuesday morning, you actually make a gash in the challah, even though it's supposed to have also, but it's not as common as needing a shalom and lecha mishnah. So we actually make a pretty deep gash We'll see how deep soon. And we want to do that to be Masam and the Makum, so you don't have a hefsik between the Hametzi and the cutting it so we can eat it quicker. It's a little hard for us to figure out why this is paid on this, because what do you care? Just start cutting. So I refer you to the Gemara. We had the Navi share many times about uh, Ravashi, who announced that tomorrow we're going to learn about our friends the Malachim who lost their Olam Haba, Menashe was one of them, and the Menashe came to him in a nightmare, I want to say a dream, and he said, who are you calling your Chavar? So he said, I... He says, if you were here, you'd struggle with it also, and if you're so smart, I have a simple Shailen Hochas Brochas, where do you cut the bread? So he said, I have no idea. I don't know what they were doing before this dream, or nightmare, but it wasn't a known din. And he told him, you got to do it where it's baked first. Now, the ovens were different than the ovens we have today. But he said, tomorrow I'm going to start Shir and I'm going to say Arabeim. He's talking about Achel, Menashe, and the Pella is. He started Shir and he called him Arabeim. And then he proceeded to explain why they were Rishayim and they lost Olam Haba. <laughs> that needs Hezber, which we never fully went into in the Navi Shir. But that, that Gemara is where we learned the Din from. So there is a specific place to cut it instead of trying to figure out where. And it's Shaila, by our breads, by our loaves, is there really a bad place to cut it? Because we have very even distribution for our heat. It's not on the wall, which was the hottest part. So for a different schmooze. Well, my, so, as you're looking for, we don't want to have six, so we cut it. But Shabbos, we cut less because we want to have more of a shalom for the Lecha Mishnah purpose. So Shabbos and Chaychem Malachim Kadim Bechzamaitzi Rak Yeshnaigin Lisham Saviva Besakim. Some people just make a little bit of a mark, which is a very common meaning. Hey Machsa Shekel, which we'll see inside soon. Tam Lazem Isa Tam. Now we'll see that um, the uh, the fact that this we get into the Kabbalah now. So let me just introduce. There are many dinim by bringing Kabbalahs and. Karbonus, if you look at the whole sugya, it's very beferish and psukim, and we have gemaras and zvachim and menachas. But karbonus, we look at as the whole thing is al pi kabbalah, because we don't understand anything. And that's true, but that's true about any mitzvah. Here, he's going to point out, that there's a very deep connection between our table and karbonus. This part, I think, we know at some level. And we have various dinim. We tell our children not to sit on it and not to put their shoes on it. And That's a very often quoted phrase in many homes. It's a din to put salt on your bread or to dip the bread three times in the salt, which many people do on shop, but not during the week because they don't have a salt shaker on the table. It's kadai to have a salt shaker on the table because... Even if you use the heter that our bread is made with salt, which it is, and that is quite possibly a 
Heter, which we're really relying on during the week, even on Shabbos, we try to dip it in. Even if you're not using the salt, you should have salt on the table because the Shulchan is done in the Mizbeach, and we want that deep connection. Kemala carbon. Next step. Next step. I'll be an Easter. Hamaitzi who can get a murm chelak gavoya, because Hamaitzi is more chelak a part of this chalom. Lachain now, this um, these steps you have to. He's quoting from the Svarim so we know that we want to be masamin it because what he's suggesting is the piece we're going to cut off is the connected murm. We want to separate, we want to make a clear demarcation line on the challah. This is the chalik gavoya of the emurim, and the rest is going to be the bailamaychlim. What's interesting about this analogy is we eat that piece also. Is that where and you can't eat the emurim, but I guess Kasha is alpinista, he's quoting this from that this piece is connected to the emurim. What? Is that where the, the I knew somebody was going to ask that, so Baruch Hashem, you stepped in. We have a very difficult time still as we sit here, even being Yashim, where in the world that came from. The Minchas Yitzchak has a tshuva on it, and Mrs. Yitzchak uh, has tshuvas, and he has Senyane Kabbalah there sometimes. He has trouble figuring it out. So I'm not saying there's no Mukar, and certainly if your grandmother is Makbid, you should respect her and not get her aggravated, or your mother or your wife. Um, uh, we're not being mazazel in it because it might have a makar, but it's very unclear what the makar is. So it's not, he's talking about over here this hametzi connected the emurim. I'm just pointing out that the emurim you're allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat, and this you're allowed to eat. So why is it comparable? And the, the end of the challah, you know, in the Sugi Baltashchis, that's going to be a big problem. Is if you can't be miyash of that, and you end up throwing it out because nobody wants to eat it, you're running into an Isdereza problem. That's the problem with the meaning. If it doesn't have a very good source, then when in doubt, you'd have to have somebody eat it. That's the problem. The melon, the kiddish, if the guy's paying for high-ended stuff, a lot of people like ends. The ends happen to be nice and crunchy. Some people hate that. uh, But somebody likes it. But if you you have a standing minig that nobody eats it, it's going to get thrown out. So I'm not saying there's no yusha for the minig. If you remind me, I'll... um, Bring back the Makaris we had, we spoke about this a number of years back. But it's not so partial because you have a Suffolk Minig, Suffolk Makar on one side and a Vada Issa on the other side. That's going to be a problem. And with Pas, nonetheless, we try not to be Mavaza. Yeah? Yeah, so you're saying so let the Nashim Sikhani eat it. <laughs> okay. But that's not Pasha, that's Makar, yes. So, so, somebody says that, but that's not Pasha, that's it. What? Is that what, is that what you do in your house? That's <laughs> you kept explaining it every week. Every week, explaining this is what it means. Okay, maybe. Esav is farm. So one second, we're still not finished yet. I didn't. We didn't connect. This connection is unbelievable. He's just working, working the way up. So we have the shochet on and then we have you eat the rest of the challah, and then you have the chelik that you're cutting. We're masamin to be makadoshits connected to emurim, even though you didn't eat the emurim, and what does that have to do with throwing? He didn't get to the uh, fancy yet. Esav is farm. Now, this meaning you might have seen. Again, we have 
very Hegelim and Hagim, and a lot of times we don't know the Makaris, and that's fine. We keep them in names of the Father did it. You might notice people, when they cut the challah, depending on your type of challah, there's a lot of crumbs or a lot, a lot of crumbs. And you have a challah board, and there's crumbs all over the place. And you might have seen people who, first two times you see this, you'll think they're just hungry and waiting for the chont, or waiting for <laughs> the chicken, and the kefilta fish is long gone, and they're talking a long time, and he starts, if he, the casual observer, he might say, oh, this guy looks bored. Yeah, he starts collecting, and he starts going like this, and he starts playing with his spoon. Maybe, but that's not the shot. There, there actually is a minig to collect those perurim and eat them. You'll say, well, per this, of course, the minig. You can pile them up. You have a nice heaping tablespoon. It will be baltashkas otherwise. We didn't get to that part of the sugi yet, but that's not so posh. Crumbs, yeah, you have to search all the crumbs on the table. It's We might have a tear for that. So why is he doing it? So this is one of the many reasons. It could be it tastes good and he likes it. It could be he is bored. And it could be he doesn't like wasting things, all of which might be very good reasons. But there is an Indian, Alpinister, which he's going to mention now. Hema, uh, first word line, Now, top of the Mizbeach, we're learning a lot of culture at the same time. Top of the Mizbeach was extremely hot. Extreme heat, because they had huge fires there, and they were throwing carbonas on, I said throwing on purpose, all the time. And once in a while, due to the heat, something would just pop off. That's mispakin, that's there. It would just pop off, and then there's a mitzvah to put it back on. So, the people have the crumbs who popped off as you were cutting, not to leave them on the challah board or on the table. People actually had a minute to collect them, and some people collect it with their spoons, some people are going like this, that gets into a Different Shiloh, whether you should uh, cause the people who didn't want you to pass them the challah because then what you're touching it to be nimma. It's like, you got to figure out who your customers are. I'm not saying it's inherently uh, gross, but uh, whatever they're doing, they might have seen this by their parents and they might not just be bored. Vihine. So now we're still getting to, this is quite a binyan. Vihine. Mitzvah's haktara hu bezrika. Now this is already Alpi Nigli, even though it's Alpi Nister also. It's brought down. It's a fair Gemara and it's a fair Rambam, which we will show you. Mitzvah Haktara hu bezrika kadisa berambam hilchas beis bechira peg shayin lochi yigimol bekes the mishnah sham. There's a mitzvah before it pops off. We hope it doesn't pop off when you bring up the emurim. Every time you bring them up, as you go up the ramp, you're at the top of the ramp. There's a mitzvah to throw it, not to place it on. You would think this is emurim, but we have respect for challah. We should certainly have respect for emurim. Why would you lachatchila want to throw it on? As the Rambam describes, there was a gap from the ramp out to the back to ensure that you had to throw it. You couldn't make this up. And this is, a, it's a din, but there, every din has a lot of nista to it. He's just connecting the idea behind it. And there's an Indian to throw it. There's a chiyot to throw it. L'chaim. Prusas ha-metzi sheim b'chines ha-merim. Zerik Next page. V'zek v'aydam. That word is in here because of what I said before, is that it's no longer a bizayin, because if you know all these in great inyanim, alpinister, it's a covenant now to do it. It's kenegadei merim. Shal prusas anal v'chal tam havishayin zarkin humishim bizayin. The reason it's asr is because normally it's a bizayin. V'adarab is a kvaydai kemayim merim lemezbech. So chisi liyashev das kedashim be'ezus Hashem ezbeh betuva v'kal lahovin. And I'm very happy, could be 10, 20 years later, I was happy to him yashev, the minig of my hilika father, and this might be the reason he's doing it. That's quite, this is in a tshuva. This isn't, we're not learning Svarma Gadeshim now. This is in a regular tshuva. It's a gemara. It's a dinner shulchanar. The Mishaburah holds not like any of this. He says, no, sir. And he's trying to be Yashiv. How can there be a minig like this in Klai Yisrael? Yes? It seems that 
No, no, that's when it popped off. He was explaining that he was just extending the analogy. You don't need that part for this binyan necessarily. He was showing that it's so domitemurim that people actually, as you cut this crumbs popping off, there's even a minute to collect the crumbs and put it in a spoon or collect it with your hands and eat it. He's just using that to buttress his argument of the Kenegede Merim. His main point is that the din in the Rambam from a Ferish Gemara, up in Igla, is when you put the Merim on in the first place, you got to throw them. And I believe... Yes, yes, and I have the Rambam, yes, I have the Rambam right here, and I will show you right now, and, but when you put them on initially, you have to throw them on. It's not going into the fire yet. You know what? If it's it, yes, if it, if it even if it were hot, I don't need to have a gap in the ramp to ensure that people throw it. If it's hot, then people won't go so close. It's a din. I'll show you the Rambam. It's in the next page. Look at three C. I, as I said, the emurim you don't eat. This you do eat. So that's why I said I don't ask kashas on the svarmakadeshim, but. You know, assuming A, B, C, D, E, he has an interesting reason up in Easter. And, and again, Nikola Nister with Pathan Nikola, that's why I prefaced what he's about to say, and that he's bavarning it. He says, and now, even though Nikola seems to say not so, it's not a Bizarian, and therefore there's no problem with Nikola. That's, what, that's why I prefaced my remark. Take a look at the Ramam, and we'll end with this Ramam. We'll pick it up tomorrow night. On 3C, Hilchas Beis, Bechir, Perik Beis, Halacha Yud Gimel. Avir Ma'at Hayamafsik, Bein Hakevish Mazbech. He went up the ramp. There was a gap on purpose, by design. So look at the Kesa mission on the right hand side. He quotes from the Gemara, obviously. This is a din learned out from a limud, a heckish between Dam and the Basar. You're doing Zrika. It's not a bizarian. You're doing Zrika. That's the way it's done. So it's a din. You have to throw the Basar. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of Torah up in Igla, why the din is, and what's the din, and say din, and how do you do it? But he's saying that the din is a din, it's a Farish Gemara, it's a Farish Rambam, and if you assume up in Easter, the Chala is representative of what's on your Shulchan, and that piece of the Chala will masamen, because that's the most Halakha piece, and this is the mitzvah, and even though you can't eat Tamerim, then you understand why you're throwing it. One fascinating tshuva. That's for sure. So at least it's Miyashiv. The Mishabur doesn't hold against this. That's why I said people ask me, I never heard this many, should I change? The answer is no. <laughs> the Mishabur holds you can't throw the challah. But, but there were Heliga Yidin who did and still do, and therefore this Yisha of the Minute, you can get back to me with some research on the Yidin from Eretz Yisrael. So we'll, uh, we'll take that as it comes, and we will pick up a Mesa Shem tomorrow night.